You know what time it is? It's time for Big B Versus. Get your ears cleaned out. Get focused. Because you're going to need everything you got. You hear me? This is no time to waste. We need your attention. We need your reaction. Speak up. For the voice is a weapon. And the heart, the reason. July 18th, 2020, Portland, Oregon, the United States of America. Chris David, a 53-year-old Naval Academy veteran, attended a protest downtown. He specifically wanted to ask the federal officers a question. He peacefully approached the officers with his hands visible and relaxed and said, Is it okay for you to violate the oath of the Constitution? At that moment, the federal team stepped up to Chris and struck him repeatedly. Chris stood calmly like a big tree in the forest. But they hit him again and again and then applied pepper spray to his face from various angles. Chris walked away slowly, put his hands in the air, and gave them his middle finger. Oregon Governor Kate Brown requested that Trump not bring federal officers into Portland. She claims, along with many other Portland residents, that the safety of the protests had improved over the last few weeks. Despite the governor's request, Trump has added gasoline to the fire, sending federal officers in unmarked vehicles and using excessive force within peaceful protests. Many Portland citizens are unifying in a fight to remove the federal officers. Governor Brown claims that the motives are political and an abuse of power by the Trump administration. She believes that Trump is using Portland to shift the narrative away from the pandemic situation by claiming that Oregon is incapable of managing the protests. So I'm eating lunch in the corner of the parking lot, away from most of the parked cars, so I can take off my mask, get some space, and breathe. And in pulls a cop, policeman. He gives me quite a look. I spot in sunglasses. I have big fro for my hair. My music playing with low bass. Boom, 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 boom. Then the cop sees something and make him feel better. I'm a white guy, so he got no need to worry. My complexion is pale. I swear if my skin was black, in those same circumstances, the cop driving up me and asking questions, searching for something wrong. But I got white skin, so I have no problem. In the power of the love, in the power of the love defeats the love of the power, not propeller, our world would be a better place. Our world would be a better place. Our 
vessel that carry these words. I'm the vessel that carry these words. I'm the vessel that carry these words. You're the vessel that carry these words to speak the truth, speak the truth, speak the truth, your truth. Speak the truth, your truth. The power of the peace of the power, our world would be a better place. All black people. All black people. All black people. All the people that are down, been down, knocked down, kept down. Nothing but trouble, blood, and tears. Broken lives, broken families, stolen generations. A lot more. There's more problems today because of the past. We haven't healed because not enough people care about changing the past in in all in all its parts. In all its ugly. In all its ugly pain, 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 the fight for decency and equality, truth. Kids of today can learn, grow up together with no racism in their bones. The powers that be should be the power of good over evil, of good over evil, so that children choose for themselves, choose the path they want to know. Choose a path of righteousness that all, all kids of today society can grow in a better stream of love and caring. Anybody that's black is under attack. From down the track or back down the track. We've been under attack for years and years. We've been under attack for years and years. Remember, the generation before me they walked into town with a tag around their neck. They walked into town with a tag around their neck. They walked into town with a tag around their neck. They walked into town with a tag around their neck. They walked into town with a tag around their neck. They walked into town with a tag around their neck. To say you could be in town from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. The revolution has begun, not one of violence, but one of transparency. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Truth of one's emotions, an individual accountability that leads to an honesty of the corporation. The lies of a government start within the lies I tell myself. When we reveal the secrets we carry of our broken lives, we lift the burden of shame and open new forms of communication. And a leadership worth following emerges. People, this is going to take courage to face ourselves to find the new leaders. Where is our leader? Who is our leader? Who is our leader? Who is our leader? What is the virus teaching us? We can do something when we unite. We will do it when we unite. The sheer numbers of unity is unstoppable. Passive racism, it ends. The power is in the numbers, that's the teaching. Knowing that what happens to your brother of another color eventually comes back to you. For the mistakes of the father return to collect from the son. And it is the son's job to overcome and go above, go beyond, and enter new forms of communication. 
Toxic masculinity and white male fragility are not new topics, but they've been getting a lot of airtime. Feeds are full of imagery of white men clubbing, beating, and tear gassing peaceful protesters because the federal government said so. Videos of white men flexing and fronting in Costco about their rights and a mask mandate. Imagery of white men masquerading as militia begging for confrontation like it's some kind of kink they crave. I am reminded of boys I grew up with who found pleasure in creating pain for others on the playground, in classrooms, and after school. They all had these things in common. The exercise of finding their joy at the expense of others and losing their shit when anyone dared to challenge their ego, privilege, or autonomy. Boys who I had seen cry behind closed doors. Boys who told me they were afraid of dying. They were afraid of rejection. They were afraid of facing consequences. Boys who threw hissy fits when forced into accountability. I am reminded of male leadership at agencies I used to work for, asking me to explain what I meant by toxic masculinity in the workplace dismissing these ingrained problems as personal grievances. I am reminded of countless brand and marketing strategies centralized around figuratively holding men's hands, making them feel safe on the inside so they can act big and strong and independent on the outside. We are all held hostage by systemic toxic masculinity 
and we're breastfeeding fragile, scared men who are tangled up inside because they never learned that they could be wrong, that they could lose, that they could be scared, that they could hurt or feel because leadership has always looked like them, acted like them, always. gotta admit, I'm guilty a little bit, toxic masculinity, you know, I, I resonated with a lot of what was said, you know, I just wanted to connect to my dad, you know, show him I could be tough, it seems strange, but it's like, I just wanted a hug from him, and it's like, if that's what he was giving off, all that tough guy vibe, it was like, I gotta do that, because ultimately I want his affection, his approval. I never would have, I don't know. Shit, I don't really like talking about this. You know. Uh, It's like, I just realized that being angry and you know, teasing other kids was even, was just all coming from that place. You know, wanting that connection, that hug with my dad. A lot of my friends, you know, did they did the same thing. It's like they were lacking male love, and we just got this whole, like, aggro vibe going, and it just starts to feed, and then the love is happening under the aggro. It's like out of the aggression, now we're having this connection, you know, because that's what, you know, our role model's doing. It's just a vicious cycle it's like father to son it's not you know i know my dad he he hardly ever got much from his dad you know it's like always had to be tough it's like what i need and still need and most of us probably need this is just a reassurance that you know being vulnerable being soft it's okay you know that hey maybe even a tender heart is the strongest of all.
Emotionally spent, you're yeah, emotionally good, drained. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Why don't you close this out? Say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing. Hello, today. Okay. <laughs> okay. For a complete list, you spelt that wrong. Listing? Or did you mean, yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> for a complete listing of the music created for this podcast or the bands we partner with, visit bigbeeverses.com slash credits. And until next time, be good to yourself and others. We love you.